a walk on my moon. Elba's ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's, it's all in your head. head. Let me tell you, it's all interpretation. Oh, my. To find the truth, you got to read between the lines. Dang it, Bobby. Work out your own salvation. You are the best of white people. It's hard to find If it's more than a place It's a state of mind That's not how it works That's not how any of this works Jerry, just remember It's not a lie If you believe it You should never be allowed to talk to people There is that fine line between genius and madness Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together Mass hysteria God bless America well, Mark, it is a another glorious day in the neighborhood. You know, one of the weirdest big stories is out right now is about, think about this, a football player who actually played uh, five years in the NFL effectively, last two or three years, not so much. So let's he had a seven, eight-year career. It's a big story. Now, he retired eight years ago, uh, seven years ago, hasn't been really doing much, and if not for a couple of interesting tidbits of information about his life that ended up in a movie that was inspiration. Nobody would know about it. He was a decent ball player for a few years in the NFL. That's a huge achievement. That is a, it's it is. a big deal to survive in the NFL for a couple of years. It is. I'm not it's denigrating also, that. It's also very profitable. Thank you. Yes, very it much. is. Yeah. And in the case of Michael Orr, who was a, a kid from a troubled family, he was not stupid. A family, a, a rich white family believed in him. Okay. Right. Yeah. But he, it, the truth for him is a little bit different than the blindside movie. Sure it is. It, it always but, is. But what happened is apparently after Michael Orr got done with his playing days in the NFL, he started looking around and went, well, wait a minute. There's a movie about my life that eh, kind of makes me look like something I'm not. And I didn't make any money on that. I should have made a lot of money on that. The movie made $300 million. I should have made some of that money. Well, you know, it really wasn't your story. It, you're in it, and you were the focal point. You're the reason there's a story, but the story was about how the Tuies took you in and what they did. It's yes. not what you did. Yes. And it was actually written, <laughs> the blind. The book was written by Sean Tuies, a childhood friend. He's also a rich guy. And yeah. uh, he wrote the book, and the, blind, the book was about the Tuie family. Taking yeah. in this kid. The Tui family wasn't the only family that took Michael Orr in. That's the other side yeah. of this. Yeah. Michael Orr stayed at a lot of different homes. He uh, really he, did, yeah. It, but in the, in the end, he spent the largest amount of time with the Tui's. He preferred to be there. They're the right. ones that made him feel comfortable. They're the ones that thought of him as one of their own. And then he did have that relationship with them. But it took a little while to get there. The thing is, is that a couple of years ago, when Michael Orr's playing days were over and the money stopped coming in, you know, you get used to a certain lifestyle. And you... Think about this. You live a certain way your whole life, and then all of a sudden you're 22 years old, and all, now you're living a different lifestyle, okay? You you now have some money, yours money, and yeah. it is yours, and you can spend it. With, and But that only lasts for five, six, seven years coming in as a paycheck. And then you retire, and you think those paychecks are going to keep coming, but they don't. Yeah. Because, yes, you played three years ago, you were great. Two years ago, you were good. Man, right. Last year, average, and, and you really aren't a good commentator. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If you can't play, and you, you know, we are not going to pay you what we've been paying you. And if you spent all that money, guess what? Exactly. 
Yeah. So, um, so Michael or petitioned the court saying that Sean and Leanne Tui never actually adopted him. And he wants this, uh, conservatorship ended and he yeah. wants, uh, but ultimately what happened is, um, he knew about this conservatorship at least as early as 2020. Um, he sent a text to Sean Tui Jr. Sean, to Jr. and and talked to him about it, something. And what it was is the reason he was not legally adopted by the Tuies, but rather put in a conservatorship is the conservatorship put him as part of their family and actually made the, him a their ward so that if anything happened right. to them, he would be entitled to the same thing as their uh, biological children. That was right, the whole point yeah. of the conservatorship. It wasn't to maintain yeah. control over him. The yeah. second part he was, is that he was also beyond 18. Yes, he was over 18. And yes, that was why right, they couldn't. Yeah. He was right. he was heading into his senior year yeah. of high school. And that was what it was. I'm sure there was something to do with the fact that. Um, he was an, a, a blue chip athlete coming out of high school. And at 18 years old, the Hawks were circling and he mm. needed to have somebody in his to stand in his gap. And they did. Yeah. They yeah. prevented him from getting taken advantage of. Right. And anyway, the, here's the kick in 2020. Um, he actually nosed around and started talking about the money from the blindside movie. Now the blindside movie allegedly made $300 million worldwide. Um, which when you, that's a lot of money for a movie, but the reality is half that money stays with the theater owners. Yeah. So out of the $150 million profit pool, well, you have the actors that get paid like Sandra Bullock gets paid a salary plus a percentage. You know, now Tim McGraw got salary and that's it. He got the salary and said, you're lucky to be in the movie, dude. Lily Collins, <laughs> the same thing. All the rest of them got paid to be there. The movie studio that rolled the dice on the money, you know, they're the ones that put the money up to do it. Uh, right. They make the lion's share. It's the way it yeah. is. Yeah. And, and uh, there's the, also Hollywood math involved. So. Yo, big time. Big time. Yeah. Think about this. So, Back yeah. when the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton was the biggest movie. It did $287 million in the U.S the biggest movie of all time at that point. And the guy who actually sued them because he came up with the whole idea of doing a new Batman movie without Robin, you know, with just Batman. Yeah. He yeah. even suggested uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker. The script, wow. the story, all of it was written as guy. Michael Uslan was the guy's name. And do you know when that movie was the number one movie of all time, he actually won. And, they, but they were like, but it's not, it hasn't made money yet, man. Sorry. It's you wait a minute. In Hollywood math, guy goes to court and wins, but there's no profit. To yeah. What? Yeah. How is yeah. it possible? How is the movie industry in business if you have the number one movie of all time at the time and it, it's not in the profit? How do you guys sleep at night? I'm anyway. sorry. After after we paid for concessions, you know, and all you know, all the food for the set. Yeah. You know, it was sorry. all gone, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I we hate it for you, man. But better luck next That's time on those Hollywood gross math. points. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. gross points in net. Anyway, Michael. uh or apparently asked for uh, oh, $15 million, $20 million a couple of years ago, said, you know, either you give me this money uh, or I'm going to spread, I'm going to tell stories about you guys and people are going to believe yeah. me because I'm sympathetic. And this wasn't Michael or this is somebody in his ear. Hey, Mike, Mike, these people took advantage of man. Yeah. Michael, yeah. these guys are evil. You need, we got to get them back. These white people yeah. are wrong. And yeah. that's what, that's what this is all about. And now yeah. the twoies are actually, the, the twoies are hitting back. They're going, okay. Right. Yeah. First of and one all, of your attorneys has actually made that part of it public. Yes, just yes. Mm -hmm. But he he hit us yeah. up for fifteen million bucks, yeah. or we would start telling bad stories right. about him. And so, you know, yeah. ultimately, it was kind of one of the things. Look, if he needed yeah. the money, we, if he wanted fifteen million and you needed it, we'd give it to him, but not this way. Right. And so, yeah. anyway, and the, to his attorney yesterday, he made a funny comment, and he said, "There were 
over a hundred million dollars and the profit participation in the movie, the blind side, this is where people don't know math. And that's why I'm glad you mentioned Hollywood math. It's like you get whatever little money they're going to give you up front. They did get yeah. a percentage of yeah. money from the uh, book and they did yeah. get a front up, up deal fee uh, to use their name and likeness in the movie kind of thing. And there you go. That was pretty much it. But yeah. ultimately they didn't need the money. You know, if yeah. you have a hundred million dollars, do you, do you care about a hundred thousand? It's that kind of thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not so yeah. much. Yeah. So when you see that story in the mm -hmm. news today, now, you know, as Paul Harvey said, mm -hmm. the rest of the story. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate it because I know that Michael Orr. you know, by the way, if you think for a minute that the Tui woman told him how to play football, <laughs> that Michael Orr didn't know how to, if you believe that. Um, and she walked out of the field and grabbed him by the face yeah. mask and said, look at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that, that happened. A couple sure it did. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a football coach in the world no. that allows a w anybody on their field. I was going to be really sexist to say a woman. And say a I woman, could, yeah. You know what? If no, I walked to an, if, you know what? My friend coaches <laughs> at a high school. He's the high school football <laughs> coach. And if I walked on his field. He would lose his religion and we're prayer partners. He would be cussing me off the field. I'm serious. Security be dragging yeah. Dave. <laughs> Got an A place. There'd but, be blue lights, eventually yeah. an ambulance. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking 40 year old white woman out there telling him, now here's how, you know, yeah, right. Only in the movies. Okay. So there you have it. The, the truth be told. Yep. Uh, they're Paul Harvey rest of the story. So, uh, take it all with a grain of salt. I hope they can resolve this. Um, I do like what Sean Tui said. He said, you know, um, we love him just as much at 37 as we did at 17. Wow. And to be honest with you, anybody who's got parent, uh, children who has, have grown up now and have kids in their late 30s and early 40s when they get mad at you for not agreeing with them and they shut you down, they block you from their text messages and shut you out of Facebook and all that <laughs> because they think that's their way to be in control. For any parent who's gone through that, you understand what's going on here. Yeah. So I, that's what hit me. I was like, wow. Yeah. So even those people go through the same crap I'm going through. You know, and yet, wow, whenever yeah. you have a kid that actually will tell you to their face, you owe me. Oh, wait a minute. I, I owe you what? <laughs> I, I, owe, wait a minute. Hold let's on just sit a down second. here with a piece of paper yeah. and a pencil. And let's talk let's, about back rent. I'm, I'm looking at the <laughs> car. Okay. I've never given you anything. You've done it all on your own. Okay. Do you know right, what, yeah. do you know what your car costs? You know what the insurance on your car, do you know what it costs just to get the oil changed? Do you know what it's because I got the paperwork that says the last three years, your car and insurance been paid by me. Now I don't know about you, but $8,000 a year is some kind of, that's nearly a thousand a month. That's not support. What in the heck? <laughs> Go to college. <laughs> I will say one last thing. One last thing. Had a son, had a child, wanted to go to college. I encouraged it. Go back to school and hit some that. Well, you know, he picks a school. Oh, okay, fine. You know, um, how much, you know, you know yeah, 1500 bucks all I need. I thought because of Pell Grants and, the, and you know, other scholarships yeah. and other yeah. things, 1500, 1500 a semester, I can do that. That's, you know, I, you, sure. no worries. So go ahead. Yeah. That's what I thought. No, no, no. 1500 a month for three years. Ow. Yeah. And I'm, I, 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 I'm not kidding. Mark, I gave him the, First money and hey, congratulations. Really proud of you, son. When he comes back four weeks later, and I'm like, I just gave that to you. You don't need it till January, right? Wow. That's when I found out. I didn't find out until it was due the second time that it was an every month thing for the next three years. Wow. And I'm like, dude, 
really you <laughs> you do know who you're talking to right what made you think you were you were not clear on this <laughs> yeah but i didn't do anything for him either you know so michael Orr, he's got good company <laughs> with just about every american child <laughs> We've raised a group of them. And now a lot of those same people that feel like that want to prosecute uh, Donald Trump, Mark. Um, it's funny because I wondered if you were going to look over the Trump indictment uh, as we are heading into the 2024 uh, election season, covering all the Republican candidates and, and the Democrat candidates. And now uh, we'll have to go and look at the Trump indictment. It's their way to try to keep him from being the president again. It's the only way they can do it is somehow find a way to throw that man in jail. And they're going to do everything they can. We'll get into it. Brian Cranston for the Will Rogers Institute. There are lots of things in life that can take your breath away. Your first love, seeing the world. But life isn't the only thing that can take your breath away. Asthma is responsible for more sick days and ER visits than any other condition. For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter. There are many good reasons to be left breathless. Help make sure asthma isn't one of them. The Will Rogers Institute, since 1936. A couple weeks ago, Mark, you told me the dog sleeps 16 hours a day. Yeah. I think you did. Yes. I think you're a little light on that. I, think, <laughs> you know, I, I, gotta, I may be. Well, I, I see Hank in the background, right? Mm -hmm. I yeah. see him asleep it, it, mm -hmm. <laughs> over, over your shoulder. I see yeah. him asleep all the time. I mean, yeah. he's just like, he's just this pile of dog in the corner That's asleep. <laughs> Burping, farting. And it's right, man. That's the thing. When you get an English bulldog, they they t they make funny jokes about how they have gas and stuff. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, it's funny until you live with it, and then you yeah. realize it's like I should have named him Fred Mertz because if this dog <laughs> wore pants, they'd be up to his armpits. You know, he's fat. Yes. he's old. He stinks, <laughs> and he's still a puppy. That's funny. That's oh yeah, funny. Right. On the uh, on the flip side, I've got yeah. one that's just over a year old. That mm -hmm. if he's awake. He's in play mode, constantly in play mode. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> it's always, wow. I've got to be up chasing him, throwing things, doing stuff. I mean, if I'm not, he sits at the, the, like I'm sitting, I'll be sitting trying to gather up information for what we're doing right now. And <laughs> I'm trying to gather up information. And I hear this, and I look down and he's like, why aren't you playing with me? <laughs> it's either that or I need to go out. It's one of the two. He's either going out or he's he's in play mode. One of the two. <laughs> I think I might trade with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Oh, my. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Mark, well, um, speaking of crazy, yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, part of my, uh, my day yesterday, I spent looking over the uh, Trump uh, indictment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, of looking over the... <laughs> There's yeah. nothing in it that's illegal, is there? <laughs> I couldn't see anything that was. Um, no. Now, what they're trying to do is add all that stuff together and say it all adds up to a yeah. conspiracy. That's right, it's a RICO thing. Say. And actually, yeah. when you look at um, what they said at the end of each thing, um, at the end of each act, okay, they wrote um, 
this uh, like this was an act of racketeering activity pursuant to OCGA 16-4-35A mm-hmm. and yeah. an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. After right. in each act in an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy, an overt act it, that's mm-hmm. in there 110 times or however many. Bottom line, yeah. man, is when you look over these things. Uh, there was a meeting that took you know uh, they actually counted picking up the phone and calling somebody and talking about it in each one of these things about the election if well you and i said it out loud that it was fraudulent Uh uh-huh and or a text message hey can i get somebody's phone number yeah right that sort of thing Uh, because because i need to get up and this was fraudulent we'll show them how that was but there were some things done where they were trying to not authenticate the votes i was trying to figure out how to do this I was figuring out how is it possible that we could stop these people and make them count the votes? How is yeah. is there a way? And and that was what all of this was about. It was in uh, Georgia, uh, Arizona, Wisconsin. Those are the main three that they were right. really focused on. And of course, Fulton County, Georgia is where this really comes down to. Um, but even in Fulton County, Georgia, they've got such um, Democrat politics involved with everybody mm-hmm. there that's attacking they're having to not charge certain people not include yeah. them burt jones is one of them or not burt jones uh burt what is his name uh oh my goodness <laughs> he's the lieutenant governor anyway oh i don't i don't remember his name either they well they have um they can't there's a guy that he's lieutenant governor and um i'll figure it okay. out but anyway they didn't charge him because the i don't know right okay okay burger okay now i mean hungry. I mean, um, <laughs> um, Brian Kemp comes to mind, but mainly no, because was, he, I read about him. And then the Rasmussen is governor, the other guy. No, uh, Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. That's it. Burt yeah, Jones. I was right. Okay. Yeah, I was right to start right. with. But uh, Burt Jones, they kept him out of it because even though he was involved, okay, he's not mentioned in any of this. He's mm-hmm. not mentioned one time. Yet Burt Jones is the Lieutenant Governor. He's a Republican. He was one of these uh, electors that they assigned to be an elector, yeah. uh, you know, the college. And, uh, and they didn't, the reason they didn't put Burt Jones in there is because the prosecutor here in Fulton County actually held a fundraiser for the Democrat that ran against Jones. Ah, uh-huh. so you've got somebody that's so high up in Democrat politics that's involved in this whole thing, about kept Jones because it would have been conflict of interest. She's so right. engaged and involved in politics yeah. on the Democrat side of things that she, yeah. they left Jones out entirely, right. left him out entirely. Because it could have been seen. Well, isn't it a conflict of interest if you're so ingrained in Democrat politics that you help fundraise for these people who run for office, and mm-hmm. yet you're yeah. prosecuting everybody you're prosecuting is a conservative that believed in Trump? Yeah, yeah. When you look at their records and you see that the vast majority of them gave not just small amounts of money, large amounts of money oh, yeah. to the uh, to the Biden campaign mm-hmm. as campaign donations. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's purely political, and it's a sad situation. We're looking at it. Uh, I, from all different angles. I've actually got a, a thing over here that I was going to send to you and I forgot to send to you. That's basically a, a rundown of all of the stuff, the basic um, air quoting proof of yeah. what happened in Georgia. Right. And I want to run down that while we're, you know, while we're talking about this. But, but first up, Newt Gingrich was on with Sean Hannity the other night. And Sean had asked him a question about the situation. And Newt, as Newt does, Mm-hmm. I had an answer. This is a, a minute 45. So it's not a Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, thing mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. he did the other day. Right. He's actually making some pretty good points here. So this is what 
uh, Mr. Newt had to say about this the other night. I think we are drifting towards the greatest constitutional crisis since the 1850s uh, and the rise of secession and the Civil War. I don't mean that as hyperbole. Uh, If you read Andy McCarthy's remarkable book, Ball of Collusion, which came out in 2019, he makes very clear that it is Barack Obama who corrupts the Justice Department. It is Hillary Clinton who routinely breaks the law and gets away with it. And now we have Joe Biden who's learned. He's learned from Obama that doesn't matter what you do, if you're a liberal Democrat, you will not be prosecuted. He learned from Hillary that a person in high public office can get millions and millions of dollars. And they learned from watching Donald Trump that a true outsider willing to take on the entire system could destroy their entire machine. So what you're seeing across the country is a desperate last ditch effort by a corrupt machine to destroy their most dangerous opponent in a way which not only breaks the Constitution, destroys the rule of law, and establishes a moment of bitterness, uh, which I think will last for a generation or more. I think this is going to be a horrendous period, and we just need to understand the people who want to control America and dictate to the rest of us will break any law, lie about any topic, and manipulate the system any way they can. And that includes a lot of the elite news media. And he's exactly right. We're watching that spell out in front of us right now. They'll break any law. They'll completely ignore the Constitution. They'll use any means possible to get to the end they desire. I just think uh, he's wrong. I I do think he's 100% wrong to give any credit whatsoever to Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton uh, for helping Joe Biden see this. Joe Biden has known since day one he's a thief and he's a scumbag liar. And Hillary and Obama, they all knew. I mean, it's not like they were the ones that created this. I, I mean, he's pointing out just because that's most, it's always been like this, Mark. It has always been a lying, thieving. Do you believe for a minute that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone? That's I always go back to that because I'm thinking that happened. They actually killed a president. They did. I don't know who they is, but we haven't been in charge since they did that. They meaning got Harvey. They framed Lee Harvey Oswald to overthrow the government. And I think they are still operating. I think Mm. they were able to think about all I can tell you is if you overthrow, it was a coup. November 22nd, 1963 was a coup. And we have not been in any kind of great shape since then. Uh, I, the only way to get it back is a guy like Trump. I agree 100% yeah. with that. And he did shake yeah. the tree. He did shake them up. But again, we've got too many idiots that have the same power and authority to vote that you and I have that can walk around screaming, impeach 45 and say crazy right. crap about the island of Guam is going to tip over and they're still in office and they should have to take a literacy test, every one of these idiots, because I, mm. I'm just done with them. It's like they, they actually have power and control and they become millionaires. How do you become a millionaire when you're supposedly on the public dole? If you're making 170000 a year, how do you become a millionaire mm. several times over? Unless you're yeah. a criminal. Yeah, and, and they are, which is what I've called them for years. Once Now, they, by the way, it is possible to go from 170000 a year to becoming a millionaire in business. It is. People do that all the time in real estate yes. and things like that. Yes. They do. Yes. But I'm, these people haven't done that. 
They've been no. actually working 12 hours a day, you know, and having two homes, one well, in L.A., one in Washington, D.C. No, I'm saying that's what they say. So yeah. they're not. It, but that's their job, Mark. If yeah. they're investing, they shouldn't be able to use insider. Tra- oh, it's the insider trading. I forgot. I'm so stupid. Oh, so the very first thing that they learn is that, OK, the rules that apply to those people, the people who right. voted for me don't apply mm-hmm. to me. Okay. That's hey, right. Conkleton, I know your company is developing this really cool thing. Is it going to work? Oh, no, it sucks. Well, you're trading really well. Okay. So, but I own stock well, in your right. company, man. It's trading at 40. If people find out, it's going to go to yeah. a penny. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, how do you, what do you suspect I do? I don't know. Call Richard Scrushy, see how he'd made out. You know, that's right. Yeah. It's just at, at what point do you say they're all criminals and they all belong in jail? And that me, and we start at the top. Joe Biden, you know, I would actually give Joe Biden a choice. Joe, you're going to resign. We would put you in prison, but what prison, you know, we could put you in county jail, you know, mm-hmm. because if you go to prison, it's not going to be prison for you. I mean, where do we, he's going to go to yeah, a federal he'd prison. Go to a, yeah, he'd go to a country club prison yeah. with tennis courts and things like right. that. Yeah. And he, he but he wouldn't know how to yeah. use them because he's lost that ability to think. But yeah. I think you put yeah. him in county jail and make him suffer. You know, yeah. that go yeah. to county jail where you're, you're in a uh, room with 30 other dudes sharing four toilets and three are always backed up. Uh, but I think he does need to go buying bars. I mean, I, yes. I don't say put him on the street. He, he really does need to, he and everybody involved in the conspiracies yep. with him should be yep. behind bars. I agree. Which means we're going to have to build some more prisons because there's a lot of people involved, a lot of people involved from the top down. Well, you because, cut loose all like the I, political prisoners. Yeah. Like, like I said yesterday, he's not the one running things. That person right. in the low block. And that's been the plan for a while. Barack Obama was not the guy running things. Nope. He, he clearly wasn't. He was he was completely incompetent. If mm-hmm. if somebody's standing in front of a crowd and the teleprompter breaks and he stops talking and just kind of grins and chuckles until they fix it, then he's not capable of leading mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the free world, so to speak. He's not interested not sharing, in the free world. He's not sharing. His, think about this. Came down to Harvard, Yale uh, Law Review. Right. And right. Uh, he, he I will go where in I want to be the editor of the Harvard Law Review. Okay, I'll come. He, look, black guy, um, really well spoken. I mean, they had a plan for him and they recruited him to come over and head that up. It, he had a choice. You know, you don't get there by being the son of Dave Mack or Mark Congleton. Right. Uh, you get there if you're well connected in those. That's how Obama did circles. it. That's why. That's right. And yeah. he was the first the first Harvard Law Review Muslim, you know. And then wait a minute. So you, you claim you're a Muslim all this time and then you're not now no, when we've got not. the pictures to prove it, but the media goes along with it and it's complicit. Yeah. And that's the problem. The media that we've been a part of yeah. for so long is complicit. They don't yeah. do their job. All these talking heads on CNN, every one of them belongs in prison. Every yeah. one of them who's never gone out and pre- actually said Hillary Clinton. And, and I think about Don Lamont. How does that guy keep a gig? I know he hasn't. Yeah. He's bought, he's had a gig until recently, you know, Mm, how do yeah. any of these talking head idiots yeah. keep a gig? They lie, yeah. cheat, and steal for their belief system. And yeah. I'm sorry, that's not the media. The media has constitutional protection, Mark, so yeah, that we don't have to true. worry about going to Siberia when we say Joe Biden is a monkey prince. He is not a real person. They, the Disney, you know what? That's why Disney became so liberal. They, the liberals took over, I think, the Disney Imagineers. Those mm. are the guys now working in the Biden administration. <laughs> Joe Biden is an animatronic. Is that what we're saying? 
<laughs> I think they got caught. You know, I think they got caught somewhere because I just remember the Hillary Clinton campaign in 2016 where somebody was standing by her with like a pin of Narcan or an EpiPen or something. Remember that? <laughs> That's right. She yes. would be like, yes. she'd be like zone, all of a sudden she would, her eyes would glaze over and they go Ding. wide open. And yeah. she'd be like, it, and if yeah. you actually go online, there are a number of people who have done that on mm. uh, just, it's like this, uh, I'm not going to go down that really crazy path of, uh, you know, the eye stuff, but dude, when you see people like the fat guy who used to be fat on NBC, the weather guy. Oh yeah. Um, Al Roker. Yeah. Al, yeah. There's a thing of Al Roker and it's a live cutaway. They're out in like in New York and it's the whole, you know, today show team. And all of a sudden Al Roker freezes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're talking over here and he freezes. Yeah. You look at him. He's not on K. He's like not the focal point of the discussion, but you look at him, right. The guy's eyes don't blink. He just stands there staring. I'll send it to you because we saw that with Hillary Clinton on the campaign trail. How wow. is it that these people in Weird. these positions, I mean, Mark, if it happened to you, if something like that happened, if you were and I were doing it, to you, somebody would come over there and would grab yes. you and say, yes, hospital doctor. Now, I mean, right. yeah. they, you wouldn't, and no, not with these people, mm -hmm. With these people, they just have a handler, jab them in the side with a pin or something and drag them <laughs> off. And then, Hey, wait a minute, dress this person in her clothes and let them go out back. I mean, I remember, you know, yeah. Hey, after that, yes. After the funeral, when they were dragging her to the van because she couldn't walk, right? right. She's stumbling, and then a couple hours later, she's out on the yeah. sidewalk talking to reporters, smiling, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure didn't look if, like her though. If that was her, yeah, yeah. Because Mark said he thought <laughs> yeah. she was drunk, and I used to yeah. think I, there's I, something more. I don't know that. I, I I used to think there was something yeah. more, but then I went, I don't know, man. You might be really right. Yeah, I think I didn't. I didn't say she was drunk. I said she was a drunk. She's oh, constantly, okay. she's constantly, she's constantly lit. Always. Well, she's always drunk. You know, what's funny, Mark is, uh, <laughs> okay. Full disclosure. I've been sober since August 7th, 1990. Okay. Because yes. I know what that was like. I know what it was like to, you know, when you're such an alcoholic that it doesn't require that much of drinking to be really out of it. It's because if your average blood if your blood alcohol content stays mm -hmm. around a two a point two five, drinking a couple <laughs> of beers just gets you up around 30 okay yeah yeah <laughs> and so yeah that's actually a real possibility i'm and yeah. we can laugh all we want and joke yeah. about it but i know that reality and it, yeah. it's a it's a good one to put in your past yeah, uh, I, but it's not a good one in the next president of the united states no no if you're running for if you're running for the oval office the you can't be addicted to any kind of a substance substance really and and that's the problem. And the Boy. thing is, though, that we go back to what I was saying yesterday. The people who are actually behind this, this stuff that's going on, they don't care. And they've just demonstrated that, that to us. It doesn't right. matter to them who's in the yeah. Oval Office because they're not running things. They're just yeah. the figurehead. Um, they're just there <laughs> to distract everybody from what's really going on. <laughs> Basically, yeah. that's what they're doing. It's and I, I just think. I just think this all just, I think this all, the more you think about it, the more you look at it, the more obvious it is that I'm going to go ahead and say it. The communists are running things in the background. They've been trying to for decades and now they are, they're running things in the background. And when somebody stands up against them, like Donald Trump, right. they will stop at nothing to destroy them, to keep them from, from undermining what the, the work they've been doing. Yeah, it's and kind of funny. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, well, you know what, since the Kennedy assassination, there have been two people, I think, that actually were not part of that. 
I think Reagan because mm-hmm. they hated him. Yeah. Think of how the media treated him. Yeah, and Trump exactly. Yeah, but look at everybody else. I mean, yeah. well, they Nixon. They've all been insiders, haven't? Yes, they? Yeah. yes, and criminals. I yes. think about it, man. Lyndon Johnson becomes president because Kennedy gets assassinated, mm. and Gerald R. Ford, who created the magic bullet theory, becomes the only unelected president. You know, the 25th Amendment was signed by Lyndon Johnson. It's called the Rockefeller Amendment. It wasn't possible. It was not possible until Kennedy was killed and Johnson became president. The 25th Amendment is the plan of assist of, so that somebody who, before the 25th Amendment, the president dies, the vice president becomes president because right. they was a national vote. Well, the next person up is, prior to the 25th Amendment, was the Speaker of the House. Because right. that's a national election because it's the members of the House and they represent you and me. That's how it went down. The chain of command, you know, if these people were knocked off. Here's next in command. Yeah. 25th Amendment made it so that somebody who was appointed to vice president could step in if the president had to be taken out. So hmm. prior to the ratification of the 25th Amendment, signed by Lyndon Johnson in 1967, written by former uh, governor in New York, Nelson Rockefeller. It's called the Rockefeller Amendment, if you go look it up and how it was passed. And by the way... Gerald Ford, who came up with the magic bullet theory in the Warren Commission in 64, becomes the unelected president of the United States of America 10 years later because of the 25th Amendment. In a 10-year swing of time, something that had never happened before in the United States, all of a sudden it happens. And you had presidents who, uh, uh, there were vice presidents who became president when the president died that did not appoint a vice president. They Like Lyndon Johnson? He finished out the Kennedy term without a vice president. Several hmm. of these that had that where they replaced the president because the president died, they didn't replace the vice president. They just didn't appoint anybody. But Nixon, hmm. you know, Spiro T. Agnew, former yeah. governor of uh, Maryland, he actually has to resign over a tax and uh, kickback scheme. You're going to tell me the guy can become vice president and nobody bothered to check out some $1,500 kickback in Maryland on a construction job? Oh, come on they knew yes i know if it even happened mark it's it's like like if you'll walk away it's like i said about biden i've said this and i've said this to you i've said it here Mm -hmm. in the podcast yeah i it's this they knew all the dirt on him yep they knew it they knew it all right they knew it all which is one of the reasons they said hey put him in there we've got all the dirt you know he'll do whatever we tell him to do has to resign nixon puts ford in ford a congressman from Michigan, never elected to a national office, is vice president. When Nixon resigns, Ford becomes president and pardons Nixon. Hmm. And hmm. who does Gerald R. Ford name as his vice president? Why would he even get to choose that? Hmm. Well, Nelson freaking Rockefeller. The man who wrote the 25th Amendment. The Rockefeller Amendment. Heartbeat away from the presidency. And it all happened in a period of 11 years total. All in. Wow. Yeah. How about that? And that's why when I look at what's happening now, Mark, does it really seem, I mean, if you really go back, if we really studied American history, if we really did our job, would that be the moment in time where we, we've only had two people since then that were actual because George W. Bush, he was not, he was no great shakes. Him and the the whole Bush family, the Bush, the Clintons are all in the same. Mm -hmm. Think about this. Herbert Walker Bush. He's the chief spook, man. The guy was head of the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he knows who, where the bodies are buried. He knew, yeah. you know, ugh. yeah, they're all there, but the two who haven't yeah. been Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. Yeah. 
the two who have made the biggest impact for good in our country in the last, well, for as long as we've been alive and longer. And they How ripped it. Right. And, and Reagan, you know what? He, Reagan did break the rules too. He did no doubt about it, but he did what he thought was right at the time to, you know, I disagreed with some things he did in his second term. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, but he, I don't know how healthy he was mentally in the second term. I think he yeah. had a lot of people he trusted that did things they shouldn't have. Probably so. Yeah. And, and they did it because as, as did Trump in his first term, yes. he trusted a lot oh, yeah. of people he should not have trusted. Oh, I know. Oh, really? yeah. How do you trust somebody that guy yeah. Sims guy gets in there, appoints him to a visit because yeah. he met, he credits him with giving him Alabama and it's like, mm. you already had Alabama, dude. You didn't yeah. need Cliff Sims. And then yeah. Sims is there for a couple of months and writes a scathing book about, yeah. like, he's a Trump insider. Trump couldn't pick him out of a right. lineup. Yeah. Hey, I'd just like to request some more conspiracy theories because all of mine are now true. <laughs> Sparky the Fire Dog here. Protect your family from fire. Make sure your home has smoke alarms in every bedroom, outside your sleeping areas, and on every level of your home, even your basement. For games and activities, go to sparky.org. We want to keep you, your family, and your community safer from fire. This message brought to you by the National Fire Protection Association and your local fire department. Visit sparky.org. The Malcolm X Show podcast, and uh, Mark pay, played a bit from uh, Newt Gingrich uh, earlier on uh, from Hannity. One of the things about uh, Newt Gingrich, uh, then you know, not seeing the picture, just listening to his audio, um, yeah. he sounds old. And uh, he's, he, I think he's struggling with something like yeah. he's got some congestion. He kept coughing. Yeah, and he does sound old. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he is old. I mean, yeah, he's not a young guy, but. I rem- yeah. you know, remember the contract with America? Yeah. You remember how Newt stood there and took on everybody? I mean, he mm-hmm. took on everybody. And it would only, it would it'd be right that somebody like Newt Gingrich would stand up and be counted. You know, that he would point things out about what's going on with Trump. You know, yeah. I, I hoped back, and I'm trying to remember when it was. It, it seemed like it was during the Bush years. Um, They're trying to pick a Speaker of the House, you know, and you realize that the Speaker of the House doesn't have to be a member of Congress. Yeah. They can vote somebody else in. The, yeah. the, and I, I wanted him to run. I thought, you know what? If Newt Gingrich could come back and run, and I thought he was in there so long, he built up a lot of enemies and did a lot of <laughs> shenanigans, you know? And that's the thing. You, if yeah. you go to Washington, you're going to get dirty. They are going to make you dirty. They're going to, they're, you know, yeah. They're going to find the pictures. They're going to find the whatever. Oh, yeah. They're going well, to find something already. Like yeah. Yeah. And anyway, so what about this? Uh, you said a thing about Robert Kennedy Jr. What what was this about with him supporting um, abortion up to birth? Are you kidding yeah, me? We've talked about him as uh, in in favorable terms because he he talks a lot of sense. He's attracting a lot of attention. He's making a lot of people happy. Yeah. But I said this, I think, last week. He's still a Democrat. He's still a leftist. Right. Yeah. He, he, he talks a good game and he's fed up because his, his family's been victim of part of the assassination stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> his dad and his uncle, both, both, mm-hmm. uh, both killed by people. And, um, uh, he, uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend was talking to some folks and confused voters. 
uh, with conflicting statements about abortion, but he ultimately confirmed that he does support abortion up to birth with no limits. He hopes to challenge President Joe Biden for the Democratic Party nomination. He hasn't spoken much about abortion. His campaign portrays him as a political moderate who hopes to reunite Americans and end the growing political division. But the Democrat and presidential hopeful initially gave an interview with NBC News in which he said he supported killing babies in abortions, but opposes abortions after viability when an unborn baby can live on his or her own outside the womb. Quote, I believe a decision to abort a child should be up to the women during the first three months of life. He said that in, in Iowa in during an interview. Asked wow. whether he'd sign a ban on abortions at 15 or 21 weeks. He said, yes, quote, once a child is viable outside the womb, I think that then the state has an interest in protecting the child. I'm for medical freedom. Individuals are able to make their own choices. That initial answer earned him praise from the pro-life group SBA list for at least being less radically pro-abortion than Joe Biden, who supports abortions up to birth without limits, calling it, quote, a stark contrast to the Democratic Party's radical stance of abortion on demand. Kennedy's one of the few prominent Democrats aligned with the consensus of the people today. Every candidate should be asked, where do you draw the line? Mm -hmm. But the Kennedy campaign very quickly corrected the record and confirmed Kennedy's support for abortions up to birth without limits. Quote, Mr. Kennedy misunderstood a question posed to him by an NBC reporter in a crowded, noisy exhibit hall at the Iowa State Fair. Mr. Kennedy's position on abortion is that is all it's always the woman's right to choose. He does not support legislation banning abortion. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, that clarification, according to The Hill, didn't satisfy some Democrats. Um, <laughs> Amisha Cross, a Democratic strategist and commentator, says the questions posed to him by NBC were clear. He wasn't confused. A transcript mm. has been released. He was offered ample opportunity to clarify his statements, especially in light of the growing outcry for more access to abortion rights and women's reproductive health, not less. RFK Jr.'s never tried to appeal to Democrats or the party's primary voters. His stance on abortion access runs an affront to not only the Democratic Party, but the majority of Americans regardless of partisan stripe. End quote. And that last part is completely, totally not true. The majority of Americans are not pro-abortion all the way to no. birth, all the way up yeah. to birth. Wow. Um, actually, they, we, I remember the we, first time I brought that up to somebody, Mark, yeah. when I actually, it was, um, and it was about Hillary Clinton. And it was something I had found out. I didn't know um, in New Mexico, for example, um, that they allow abortion up to birth. Uh, I That was something I thought was made up. Uh, and being indoctrinated in the seventies about abortion, you know, where they mm, told us yeah. that it was nothing. It was a glob of cells or whatever. Or tissue. Right, yeah. Um, I believed that for the longest time, but then when I found out the lie, I did start looking into it and I was shocked and I thought, surely nobody believes that's okay. And mm -hmm. found out that in New Mexico, uh, that up till your due date, you could abort, you could legally yeah. kill your baby and you can. And Hillary yeah. was in favor of that. And I'm like, wait a minute she actually said this right and i i was had to go back and find it but it was, that was what really did set the, here's the path you're either with me or against me now this is what these people mm -hmm. truly believe it's not about f the 15 weeks 20 weeks what any negotiation of weeks is not mindless it's nothing that is not what they want and mm -hmm. it goes back sadly to infanticide which i didn't yeah. believe in either i didn't believe in population control i didn't believe in infanticide i didn't believe in any of that garbage uh, garbage I thought it was just a Alex Jones crazy talk, mm. but Mark, you look at how can these people believe that it's okay 
your doctor says you're due on uh, August 17th, but on August 16th, you decide, you know, you've carried this baby the whole time. Mm -hmm. You got a baby in there that is viable, not just viable. This baby could come today. Your due date's tomorrow, but it could be there today. Could have yeah. been there last week, but you still have the right to go in and kill this baby. I right. mean, you're going to have to, you know how that's going to happen. It isn't going to be a little self tissue coming out in a, you know, a heavy period. It's mm -hmm. going to be surgery. It's going to be kill crushing the skull and birthing the baby. This yeah. is ridiculous. And I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that truly believes in that. I do know yeah. plenty of people who are hypocrites who are liberal Democrats who go to church and pretend they're Christians that I, I don't, I, I think there's no way they could believe this, but they do. There's yeah. no way they could believe in this, but they do. They'll say they don't. Oh, I don't agree right. with that at all. I just, yeah. I just believe a woman has right to choose. Really, you believe in infanticide then. You believe it's mm -hmm. okay? And yeah. like Obama, remember we yeah. pointed this out about him? It's like, if you believe that a baby that is born alive, but you wanted to abort, it's born alive, that that baby needs to have life-saving measures taken, uh, then you are on the right side. But if you are a Democrat, you believe that if your intent at any time during the pregnancy was to end that pregnancy and you just didn't grow around to it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but if you want to kill that baby and it's born a lot, you can do that. They believe yeah. that baby is the woman's property, born alive or not. If they wanted to abort during the pregnancy, the, but the evil Republican man wouldn't let her go to the abortion right. clinic, yeah. then they can take care of her right now. Birth that baby, go sit in that closet and hold your hand over its mouth and nose. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, one of the things is that they they compartmentalize they separate the reality of it being a living a living human being mm -hmm. from the woman's right and they'll only focus on the woman's right that's it they ignore everything else the problem is you can't do that you can't ignore that this is a human being you can't ignore that it is a it is actually it's a person you can't ignore any of that stuff and just say, well, that doesn't matter. This is all that matters. The woman's right. That's all that matters. But that's exactly what they're doing. And it's almost religious. I mean, it's like, it's, well, actually, yes. there have been people yeah. saying for years that, and in fact, that abortion is the sacrament of the left. And mm. it just about is when you look at it. God, I mean, we, oh. we have the science now. Yeah. <laughs> We've been told in the last couple of years, trust the science, trust the science. Well, the science says that the liver of the unborn begins producing love, uh, blood cells at five weeks. It's a human being. You can't deny the science. It's a person. What you're denying is that, is that you've decided, you've bought into the, the, the thing about women's empowerment. You want to have sex with anybody you want to. Problem is that sex is... The purpose for sex is to make more of us. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. It's a lot of fun. But the purpose, the reason it's there is to make more of us. And if you deny that simple fact, you shouldn't have a say in anything, as far as I'm concerned. We never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head.